Hey, it's Greg with Bite Size Wise. Are you a believer in synchronicity? You know, the idea that things just kind of happen and they kind of fall in place. And if we're lucky, we notice how all the dots connect. Or are you a believer in the idea of the reticular activating system? In other words, that part of your conscious mind that filters in or filters out different inputs and the reticular activating system, you know, the example that everybody always gives is you buy a certain kind of car and then all of a sudden you notice those cars everywhere on the road. You know, the honest statement is they've always been there, but our brains have this reticular activating system that sort of filters out the input that is least important to us for the moment. Otherwise, our brains would just be overwhelmed with incoming data and we'd pretty quickly shut down just from the overwhelm. So I'm a believer in both synchronicity and thinking that that synchronicity is empowered and revealed to me through my reticular activating system. And the reason all this is important is this morning I was listening to a seminar by podcast. And on this seminar, there were two psychologists or two psychotherapists. And one of those psychotherapists takes the approach of going back all the way to the earliest memory someone has of their past and figuring out where the trauma and where the damage occurred and then going through processes to heal through that trauma, to kind of rip off the old scabs and open up those psychological and mental and emotional wounds and then heal the patient through those. And the other psychologist or psychotherapist takes the approach of cognitive behavioral therapy where they work on someone's thoughts and behaviors in the present day to help them work around any of those coping mechanisms that are no longer effective. So that one approach goes all the way back to your childhood, figures out what's wrong, and it's sort of the Freudian approach. You go all the way back to your childhood, figure out where things went wrong, and then try to get them back on track from that standpoint, mentally and emotionally. The other approach just takes where you are now and examines your cognitive processes, in other words, the way you think about things, and then takes a look at your behaviors and makes tweaks to get them more effective for the present day and for the future. I'm sure there's merit to either approach, but that's not even the subject to this. All of that said, three minutes in, to get to this, finally, I was reading something earlier, and it says you're always free to change your mind and choose a different future or a different past. And I was kind of mind blown the first time I saw that. That's from a book called Illusions, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah by Richard Bach. Shameless plug, I'm reading through and studying and and discussing that book on my Illusions podcast. Okay, end of shameless plug. As I read that statement, you're always free to choose a different future or a different past. I started thinking back to the seminar I listened to this morning and thinking, man, yeah, I get the idea. I can change a different, I can choose a different future. I could leave the job I'm in now and go to a new one and create a new future. I could change my eating habits today and adopt new eating habits starting today and 
create a different future for my 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 health and my weight and my wellness. That way I could start setting aside a dollar a day to put into savings and investment and change my future that way. And there's an infinite variety of ways that we can change our future and choose a new future in every moment that we are in right now. But the part that really got to me and got me kind of twisted around the mental axle for a few minutes, and and now I've been thinking about this for almost an hour, the part that really got me is the idea of choosing a different past. And then it occurred to me, what it hit me again from this morning's podcast seminar that I listened to, um, I could either go back and relive all the painful memories of the past and the times when people called me names or the times when my parents did things I didn't understand and don't agree with or would not agree with now, or the times people insulted me and nobody stood up for me, or the times that I was bullied uh, because I was the short, fat kid in the class or the kid with glasses. I could go back and relive those things. Or I could go back and choose to live in the happy memories. I could go back and remember the time I got my first guitar, or I could go back and remember when my children were born and the excitement and the joy I felt there. Or even at a deeper level, I could go back to those old hurtful memories and release that and forgive that and choose a different past by letting go of the pain of those memories. Those memories today still bring me some pain when I think back to them. But I could go back and release that pain forgive those people. And it doesn't matter if they know they're forgiven or not. The forgiveness doesn't release them from any obligation. It releases me from an emotional prison. So I could go back and choose a different past. And the more and more and more I think about this, the more I realize that statement is Richard Bach summing up the incredible power we have to choose in this present moment, how we are going to be in the next present moment and the next present moment and the next present moment. And it's all because of the power of our choice. But then more importantly, he has opened my eyes and I must've read that statement a hundred times before, and it never quite clicked as strongly that I've got the power to go back and choose a different past. I don't have to let my past define me the way it has all these years. I can redefine my past, reinterpret my past, and in doing that, completely change my future. So how about you? Is there something in your past that you think has created roadblocks for you or was so painful that you've had to shove it aside and stuff it way deep down inside, or you, every time you think about something from your past, it just brings back a flood of horrible memories and very strong negative emotions. What if you started today to reinterpret those things in a different light? Or what if you started today to try to forgive the people that caused all that pain? 
I know it seems simple. I know it seems glib coming from a, a, a you know, a non-clinical practitioner, but I know in just the past few minutes, the the way it's started to help me reinterpret and and re-understand and free myself from some past events that I have considered beyond painful for the last 40 plus years. And even in just a few minutes, some of the heaviness from those events is starting to dissolve as I begin to forgive the people that were responsible and as I begin to choose a different past. So I'm not saying this is a miracle cure and I'm not saying forgiveness happens forever. I fully expect to have to forgive these people over and over and over and over and over until my pain from those events is no longer as painful and eventually I am freed from that. But I would ask, maybe you join me on this journey of going back and choosing a different past and as well in doing that, choosing a different future for ourselves. So just a few thoughts, my friends. If you find some value in the show, I would ask that you please share this podcast with a friend. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you have just one minute, if you have just a minute to spare, if you could leave me a rating and review so I can can get those ratings and reviews and improve the show and maybe the show gets found by some other people um, sort of organically as the algorithm continues to raise it up into exposure. So just know... Somebody out here loves you just the way you are. And even that said, somebody wants only the best for you and wants you to live to your fullest, most amazing potential. Until next time, my friends. Bye for now.